So what's good, y'all? What's another episode of Thoughts Spinning Podcast? It's your host, Chad Solo. This week, I'm joined by a very special random guest. Go ahead and ask yourself. What's up, everybody? It's me again for a random... Imp, uh... Special guest? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's cool, man. Uh, it's Wes. We're going to try this again. Ran into a little bit of trouble the first time, but hopefully this time we good. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, you want to tell listeners a little bit about you since the last time you're on here? Because it's been about a year or so. Yeah, um, for those who don't know me, I'm Wes. Me and Shaw have been together as friends for a long time, long time, long time, man. Just decided to randomly pop up and get this uh, podcast thing another try for another time. Since we tried before, but uh, life happened and... So, things bought us, so it worked out this time, so hey. Yeah, for sure. He's actually up here to promote his business, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, so, Pending Thought of the Week. <laughs> um, so, what's some advice you think would have benefited you in your career journey, whether it was a barrier entry, glass ceiling, or what exactly? Um, I think that uh, the some advice that, that would help me out was to pretty much better understand exactly what I wanted to do and figure out do I want something longevity or do I want the money um of course being young when you start out you most most people they feel like they want to they have an idea of what they want to do but as years progress and you know things happen you've realized that that's not what you thought that it was Want to fulfill you in your life journey, so I just think um, it's more so. Uh, I think more so not taking a job for its title or the company name, and thinking like, "Oh, I work at this place that I'm good, I'm solidified." Like, you know, just because it has the name, and at one point in time when our parents was younger, it was a great company. You know, what I'm saying people would. Like they say, die to work at a place like that. That don't mean it's, it's the same place now. Um, so you just kind of have to figure out what's better for you. Um, I think I probably would have told myself from what I know now is to pretty much take what I was doing in high school was IT, you know, take it serious and keep keep that foot to it and keep going at it because... As you see now, the world is, is you know, IT involved, whether it's artificial intelligence to security or just just anything daily, e-commerce or something like that. So I think that's something that um, I, advice that would have helped me and not looking at a job for his name or his title. Makes sense. Um, and also, I think that... Uh, and also, I think that <clears throat> you got to figure out what you want. Do you want the money or do you want the security? Like, are you going to, do you want Do you want a job that's going to be there for you 20, 30 years down the line and you can retire and you have, you know what I'm saying, the 401 pension, the just everything that comes along with a retirement plan or do you want the short-term goal? Do you want the high high paying job, do you want to be able to bring in six figures, but you don't have no job security, 
especially with this uh, decline of how everything's going on nowadays with jobs. There's no real security as far as you work a contract. You might be able to get $150,000 from that contract, but they might not be around tomorrow. Yeah, having me before. So. <laughs> um, like I said, just if I knew now what I knew back then, of course, is always hindsight 2020. Um, I definitely would have gave myself different advice on how to move and how to take the job field along. Because like I said, listen to your parents and stuff. But there's nothing wrong listening to your parents. They're going to give you nice, solid advice, but they look at certain jobs as the title because they stuck around with a job for 20, 30 years and they now they got the end goal you know what I'm saying the end game and they like well I got I got security you know I got retirement I got X, Y, and Z but you got to do what's going to fulfill you at the end of the day sometimes you might have a job Fortune 500 company and you feel like you don't want to do it no more and you turn around and you want to do um, like social work because hmm. that fulfills you more yeah. than that Fortune 500 company did and of course the pay is going to be a drastic pay but it's more fulfilling for you you actually wake up every day you I'm about to go to work like it's, it's moving you you're getting something back from it it's, it's rewarding you so like I said as you get older you just figure out what's for yourself what what moved you yesterday it might not move you today that's true. So, feelings change overnight sometimes, man. Yeah. So, I would say for myself, uh, definitely just have a goal, uh, end goal in mind, and then be sure to, uh, once the goal is accomplished, you know, create something else. I think another thing to keep myself motivated because sometimes I feel like when you can, when you attain your goals so quick, that means the goal wasn't that high enough to me. I mean, like you know, simple thing is going to college, then getting a job. Okay, once you do that, then what are you going to do next? You know, you got to have certain, certain, you know, checkpoints for yourself or certain markers for yourself to make you feel like, okay, I accomplished this. So let me go ahead and move forward. Because if not, that quote unquote good job, that good feel good job, whatever, you'll probably get old, get tired of it, do the management changing, economical changes, whatever. So you got to think about long term stuff as far as what will, uh, you know, um, benefit you in the long run. You know, because I feel as though for the most part, I mean, people claim they don't, but we all, you don't should be really competing with yourself, but a lot of us compete with our peers. We all do. Like, I, from some degree. Whether it's just like, oh, homie got, you know, got a good paying job now, he's driving this kind of car, wearing them kind of clothes now. If they can do it, I can do it too, you know? But again, it comes down to what you, uh, what you really value the most. You value, like you said, having a lot of money, but then you might have a high turnover rate in the job that you're in, or it could be a job that has security, but it might not pay as much. You know, I think it really comes down for me at this point, like I've said in this podcast plenty of times, is uh, the quality of life. My quality of life matters more than the money, all that shit, because at the end of the day, I can make a lot of money, I can be depressed. I know a lot of higher earner people that aren't the happiest of people, you know, and I know some people don't make that much, but they still cool with what they're doing, where they're at. And it doesn't mean that it's bad because they may want to just hang around doing the same shit they've been doing for years on end, but they happy, you know? So whether, like I said, my quality of life is more important to me than any of that. My quality of life is just hanging out with my loved ones and doing whatever I feel like, you know, of course there's some limits with certain stuff for financial reasons, but we'll get there when we get there. It's not the end of the world. So, and yeah. I think for me, like to piggyback on what you said, I make decent, you know, right now I make decent amount of money, but 
my scheduling is off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a family and my family don't see me on the back end of the day because I'm at work. So on that front end, you know, my family, my, my kids, they might see me for two hours because they getting ready in the morning. Or, you know, I might not have time to spend, just say, you know, my girl, she's off of work that day, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to go to work at a certain time, and I might not be able to spend that much time with her because of my job, and I work on the evening as opposed to where if we both worked at a certain time and we got home at 5, 5.30, mm-hmm. and now we have... 5.30 until whenever we feel like we want to go to bed to spend time with each other. So you can go to say 5 to 10.30. That's five and a half hours. Or 5 to 11.30. That's six. You know what I'm saying? That's six and a half hours. Right. So it's just like, that's my biggest thing. I'm getting decent pay. Like I said, I'm I'm not really complaining about that. It's just, that's my biggest thing. Now, I, I don't really get to spend time with them. And it, it, it can have a, a toll on... Some things that you might have going on. Yeah. But um, that's that's one thing. But when you talk about the barriers of, uh, you know, entry. The entry with the with the glass ceiling, how do you know as a person, personally uh, speaking to you personally, mm-hmm. how do you f- know where that job no longer fulfills you and you feel like it's time for you to move on? Like what? feeling do you have in your body that you wake up and you be like, you know, I don't think I'm ready to to try something new, whether it's a new company or you mm-hmm. just like, man, I, I think I just want to try a whole new f- field of work. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What gives you what gives you that feeling? Like, how do you know you at that point? Well, I don't feel like I'm challenged anymore. And I feel like I'm at a point where I know more than my management does as far as getting things going. Um, for me, because uh, I work in IT, but sometimes it may feel as though like, okay, I take on more tasks, which I also found out is also a thing called quiet hiring, which I think is a big scam, where your job will give you more tasks, but they won't pay you more money. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're technically still, let's say you're a help desk or service desk and shit like that, but technically you damn near supervising because now you got to run all these, uh, run all the logistics for the team and make sure everything's situated with the team to send it off to a client. That's supervisor work to me. That's not no service. I mean, that's still a part of a service desk, but that's more onto it. But you're not getting paid more for that. You're just doing, you know, the extra shit. So anyway, I feel like if I'm not getting challenged anymore in a gig, you know, then I'm going to have to start looking for something else because time flows on, you know, like, yeah, you making cool. I'm, I'm making pretty good amount of money where I'm not stressing for anything like that for bills to be paid. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not growing more professionally as a person. When I first got my first gig into IT, so I learned how to, you know, uh, boot computers. I learned how to troubleshoot a whole lot of different shit like that. And I got used to that within six months. I was ready to bounce. And I did after six months. I was like, fuck this. I can get more money somewhere else. I did that shit. Now, same thing. You know, I'm at a point where I feel like I've learned so much. I've taken on so many tasks. It's just like, I need to continue to grow more. So in between that time of me doing like switching jobs, I also look for different certifications that fit towards what I'm working towards, you know? And that could be in any field of work that you're in. You got to be IT. You could be working a job right now. We feel like, you know what? I'm doing the same thing over and over. I want to be more challenged into doing other stuff to help me grow more. Because anything can happen with a job. Like, like I said, I've been laid off overnight before. 
And you know what? The thing is, like, if I have deg- not well, just degrees, but if I have some kind of education that backs me up, I'm going to land on my feet. It may not be overnight, but, like, it'll happen. Like, the biggest thing people say now, like, a lot of people say, like, tech is, uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's false, but it's like tech is having, like, a drawback right now because so many mass layoffs. Mm-hmm. Those people that work for those big tech companies, which is this meta or YouTube, whomever the case may be, they're going to land on their feet because they have those jobs on their resume. So, like, yeah. oh, you used to work with meta? You can come work with us over here at this contract the company overseas or wherever the hell is that. Because I got homies that's over there telling me about it all the time. Yeah, they be having mass layoffs, but they land on their feet within a couple of weeks or yeah. months. And not only that, beyond that shit, their uh, severance pays is insane. Mm-hmm. We're talking like 10, 15, 20K. So I'm sitting around 10, 15, 20K. I'm sitting on and applying for jobs. I mean, unless you're just somebody that burns all your money out like that, you ain't going to be stressing that much. In my opinion, I mean, I've been laid off before. I got laid off and I got like five bands that hold me for like the rest of a year one time. And I was just like, damn, I got to figure this out back in my 20s. So, yeah, that's how I feel with it with me, son. Like, I feel as though I feel like I'm not learning anymore. I'm not being challenged anymore. I got to move on. And so, it, so, do you think that if you had a job where they had more of a, a higher ceiling to where you you feel like, well, they giving me more tasks mm-hmm. and they do have this job opening here. I'm going to try to do it. Like, you know, some jobs, they they want you to do more, like you said, but they're not going to pay you for more. Yep. But they don't have no room for growth as far as no type of advancement or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like if you had a job to where they did offer you that in different avenues that you could go down and take, mm-hmm. do you feel like, you might will stick around because it's like, well, I am doing this help desk task now, but they do have these other avenues I can go. So now if I, when IT field, let's say I obtained this cert, mm-hmm. I applied for this job. Now I can get this job. Yep. As long as I keep having that, you think that that's something that's going to keep you, as long as it's a good company, it's going to keep you one of to stay around. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel as though they're invested or reinvesting into me as well as I'm investing in them. And that's the main thing I say about my company while I rock with them so much. My supervisors and all that, like, they reinvest in me. They also make me feel comfortable. Uh, if any time it's a situation where I need them to cover for me for some shit, they do it and vice versa. I'll cover for them when they need to get some shit done, you know? So, um, that's one thing I would say it's a major benefit, but that also can be to your detriment too because again, getting that, like we're comfort. You get comfortable in certain situations, man. You're not going to be vying and pushing to really grow like that because you're already getting taken care of in other areas. Same thing with friendships or whatever, or relationships or whatever. If you feel like you're comfortable where you at, y'all don't feel need to go out to kick it with each other no more. Like, man, we already people. We got to go have, talk every single day and do everything together all the time. You know, granted, I mean, it's like a plant. You got to water it. You got to take care of it. You got to do other shit. But as far as the job aspect of it goes, man, like... If it's a situation which one of the one of my homies told me as well, he said, before you try to look for a different job somewhere else, talk to your company and see if there's anything else or any uh, anything in the pipeline that could work towards what you're trying to work, uh, basically help you get to what mm-hmm. you're working towards, basically. Because it's always easier to do it within versus going out. Yeah. But when it comes to praises and stuff like that, for the most part, man, you're only going to get 3%. Because companies always like to try to hire within. Yeah, it saves them money. Before they hire without. Yep, saves them money, money and time. Outside. Yeah, it saves them money and time. So I understand it. But in the same time, you got to think about what's best for you and your family and future. We see with athletes all the time. Niggas get requested to get traded. Hey, man, I ain't challenged. You already made a shitload of money, but it's not. It's beyond the money at that point. It's like, man, I want to do something else. I want to move my family here or whatever. You know, I want to retire in this city or whatever, for whatever reason. 
Same exact thing, man. If you feel, if you feel like you're not being, your voice not being heard, you're not being challenged enough, you want to move on. Most people do. Now, I can't speak yeah. for everybody, obviously, because some people cool with being a big fish in a small pond. I just feel like life's just too precious and there's too many opportunities in life to sit around and just uh, accept it for what it is. Because you know? like, like you said, one thing, a job can might, a company might can take your job from you. But one thing they can't take from you that nobody ever really can is the knowledge that you obtain yep. while you might have been working there or before you worked there. And but the knowledge that you had before and while you was working there, it could elevated you and now you know more so like you said a head a head of a company they might can get fired tomorrow but they're gonna get picked up because they know how to run a a, a major company mm-hmm. they know the ins and outs they know how to do certain they know how to do certain things of course at some point in time in the company's life something happened wrong and heads have to go rolling yeah you know what i'm saying of course it's gonna be the smaller people first but sometimes that shit is has to be on a, on a higher level. Yeah. But that person, it might be like, damn, they got fired. Yeah, they got fired, but they leaving what they, they they don't tell y'all they leaving with a half a mil. Yeah, big severance. They they still getting an early buyout to where they probably still getting paid retirement benefits and stuff yeah. from that company. Like they not just leaving empty handed. Absolutely not. They leaving like. In the words of Deion Sanders, they leaving with luggage and his Louis. <laughs> yeah. Like, they leaving with luggage and his Louis. Like, so that's the thing. Like, so once you obtain that knowledge, it's nothing that really nobody or a company can hold you back. Like, yeah, you might feel like um, it's a setback. Like, damn, I got fired. But one thing for sure, two things for certain, you got the knowledge to get you something else. Yeah. It might not be within that same week, but you're going to get back on your feet. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just with anything, even just with personal day-to-day life. Like, you might get knocked on your ass. Like, you know, we had conversation off the, you know, off the record and we talked about different things and how, like, certain situations might feel like you on your ass and then it might not be no... No, no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Because of currently, it's like I'm in a shithole. Yep. And right now, when you're in the shithole, it's kind of hard because to see the light, because you got so much dirt and shit over your face, you trying to wipe it off and you can't really get there yet. But once you get to that point, you start seeing it and it's like, cool, I'm dead. So it's just like with your job and just anything else, like shit is going to happen. Like, you might fuck up on a, a report or something and you getting, you know what I'm saying, your boss coming down on you and the end result might be you getting fired. Yeah. Right now, you like, damn, I got fired. How am I going to pay these bills? I got daycare coming up or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I got to pay this mortgage for me and my wife or, you know what I'm saying, just whatever your circumstances is, everybody got shit going on. Everybody has problems. And just because you got fired from that job don't mean you, you know what you might have did wrong to get fired from that job, but that don't mean that you suck at your job. Yeah, for sure. You can be an asset somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at that shit all the time. Everybody, just like your job, 
And we know in sports, mm-hmm. like even with jobs in sports, everybody is looking for a fall guy. They looking for a reason to do something that they always wanted to do. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They looking for a reason. Even in your personal life, they looking for a reason. It's like you want to do something, but you can't do it because you don't have a reason to. So if you, if I'm your boss, Rashad, and I'm like, man, this man Rashad, he, you know what I'm saying? It's just something about him. I really don't, I really just can't get my, my thoughts around. Like, it's just something about him. Like, yeah. I just don't. And you, I asked you to do something for me one day, and you fucked that joint up. Like, not not bad, but you still fuck up. Yeah, it's not to your standard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I got something to hold against over your head. Yep, been there before. Hey, shot, and you like, damn, it was so minute. Like, I ain't the only person in this office fucking up, but you ain't going to throw nobody else under the bus. No. Nope. But you just like, I'm not the only person fucking up, and I know that. But here I am. Now I got something to hold over your head. All right. And you might, you might come in late one day. You might come in after your break late one day. I'm like, Shaw, come in, man. Look, this ain't working out for you no more, man. I'm about to let you go. And you're like, what did I do, man? Look, it just ain't a good fit, a good fit for you. And this, you know what I'm saying? So it might not be the fact that you did something because everybody done something wrong. You're gonna do something wrong, but it just might be a, a fact of you gave that company that person. That anything, that reason to do so. So now they feel fulfilled. Like, okay, I actually have a liable, a justifiable reason to fire this man. Yeah. Give him rope to, live, to hang yourself. But you did. personally might be like, damn, I ain't do shit wrong. Like, I, I, I fucked up on a, I fucked up on a report. Yeah. I'm cleaning up people's shit every day. Yeah, man. Shicey out here, Slim. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we going by, you know what we got going on. That's like uh you spoke on what like IT, like the IT stuff and, and things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. So being as though you working in the IT field and how you know everybody know Elon Musk. Yeah. He came out recently with the um he came out recently and they said that they're going to stop. He didn't have an emergency stop on artificial intelligence. The hell does that mean by that? So they was trying to create a, like a supercomputer, a super artificial intelligence program uh-huh. that would be smarter than any other thing. Sort of like, uh, um, I am, I, I am, ro- I robot. Oh, okay. I robot. Yeah. And they felt as though, the production on that, it would cause harm to human society. Like it will be, they will create a problem that they could no longer control. It will be smarter. It will have too much power and knowledge. I see. So how do you feel upon that? Like with hmm. them trying to create artificial intelligence or of that super point to where it can cause damage to society or even down to the point of hmm. the 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 lower level of where now you go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and you see them doing like photo shoots, but it's like artificial intelligence oh, photo things. shoots. Yeah. Or now they got the 
the songs where they do artificial intelligence songs of yep. your favorite artists and it's it sounds legit like them or something that they would say. Yeah. But it's literally they never it's computer wise. So how do you think like I think it's dangerous. Um, perfect segue because that was one of my questions. Uh, how long do you think it'll take before artificial intelligence distorts our reality? Um, I think I guess we're here now at this point, but um, that's dangerous because, I mean, between that and deep fakes, bro, I really feel for the youth because I don't think they're gonna be able to differentiate what is what's, what. What's deep fake? Deep fake is when it's a video. I'm sure you see it all the time. You were big on the um, Instagram and shit. You know, sometimes youngers will put up videos of them like Bruce Lee body, but their face or some shit like that. Or it's a music video of oh okay, yeah that's okay, a deep okay. fake because again it's their face mm-hmm. but it's not them and I mean it had something recently where this guy was claiming that it was um God damn what's my man's name that was in Lean on Me the actor oh uh, Morgan Freeman yeah Morgan Freeman they said he was <laughs> slandering Joe Biden but it wasn't him it was some guy with a it was actually a white guy actually because he saw the nigga hand at the end of the video but um yeah but to the naked eye you're not gonna be Oh, Morgan Freeman talking shit about Joe Biden for some reason. It's like, no, it's not him. But you wouldn't be able to tell unless you're really doing your research. And you know how we go off of headlines. Always say the title of, yeah. the, of whatever. So I think that's going to that's gonna be dangerous. It could be dangerous. Yeah, because that could be like a that could be like a thing where um, I'm North Korean, you South Korean. Mm-hmm. And I got allies somewhere. And you got United States over there. You got somebody over there hacking. And they doing like a D face, and they showing like uh, what's his name, Kim Jong, Kim Jong Un, because it was his dad. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. got Kim Kim Jong. So, and they showing us, they showing yeah, they doing Kim Jong Un. They doing a facial of him, the deep fake of mm-hmm. him, and they saying like, yeah, we gonna fuck up South Korea, we gonna blow, they, uh, we gonna yeah. blow you know what I'm saying? We gonna do war. We gonna do blah blah blah. blah. The whole time, this somebody. In the United States, in the fucking basement somewhere, trolling, yeah. and now they done started a mass fucking chaotic war over that. But in reality, it really wasn't them. But to the to the to the naked eye, to you know, to the regular people of the world, mm-hmm. they might look at him and be like, "Oh shit, that's wild." They done got the whole setup and everything. Yeah, and I didn't ever think about it. Like I never thought of. The uh, the deep fake and stuff you, like that. And you Google's man, it's just dangerous to me, in my opinion. Because again, like even when we see some of these weird ass songs that's coming out of nowhere. Like we know they didn't make that song, but to the kids that's under us, you know, they're not gonna be able to tell the difference. And yeah. it comes with same thing with history as well. Sometimes Shit, history, it, even even fucking adults, because you right. fucking, these artists they be having fucking super groupies and yeah, they fan base be fucking weirdos. I ain't gonna say weirdos, but they just they be different. Like, yeah. That person can do no wrong, so they like, oh yeah, they made that song, they made that song. Exactly. They made that song. So then I mean it can get even more dangerous to crime. Someone could say, like, oh, you murked such and such. We have you on here on camera. I wasn't even in that area at that time when this occurred. Yeah. You have a whole alibi and everything, but depending on how the law is, whatever state or whatever you're at, that can railroad your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why I said that's dangerous because then we can take it even further up to the point where it can make it sound like it's a uh, uh, a leader of some sort or that's a part of like a um, what's that word? Damn. Part of like a political class something like that. And they're like, oh, what's political leaders had all this stuff put into the computer or whatever or some illegal documents. Like, like Donald Trump. Can, like somebody can do one of him and say yeah. he's going to riot. Like, yeah. And, and he got the backing and the following and the people going to yeah, exactly. go by his word. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That shit can get very dangerous whatever Elon was 
hinting towards doing because you said they're not going to do it anymore allegedly right well they they had a they from the from what i read they said they was going to do like an emergency stop because they felt as though they're saying that they're going to resume it mm -hmm. but they felt like how it was going it can be scary just like off of our robot where they had where they had a computer and it logged into the other you know robots and mm -hmm. it caused mad havoc like you know it started yeah. A war type situation, so that kind of maybe it's feeling like that computer will have so much knowledge and so much power that it can override maybe any computer's you know firewall and yeah and and you know what I'm saying at a point it starts gaining a personality or some identity yeah that's what you're saying and now it's you can't control this thing. Yeah, we saw that with uh, was Avengers three. What was the name of that robot that created? I can't think of it right now. But we saw that in Avengers three. Um, basically, the uh machine became self aware. Was it Endgame or was it Infinity War? It was Infinity War. It ain't Infinity War. It wasn't. It was something that what's his name made though. Infinity War and and Endgame was based around Thanos. Hmm. What's Avengers movie was it then? I can't think of the name of the robot right now. It's killing me. We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, they um. But yeah, you know, that was that was Thanos. You know, you right. Uh, Infinity War. They was trying to protect the um, the Infinity Stones from Thanos, and then Endgame was when Ultron. Fool. There we go. Okay. I'm all messed up. But it was Ultron. I remember Ultron is pretty much what he was. Self-aware. They said final reason is. Not destroy like the human race and shit like that. And that nigga did a Google search for like 30 seconds. And he was like, nah, we're good. I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do. But he wasn't in whatchamacallit? Mm-mm. That's crazy. Oh, well. He wasn't in, he wasn't in, um. It was Iron Man, maybe? I don't know what he was in. It might have been Iron Man. Either way, that's neither here nor there. Um, what is your, um, spiel on that? You know, as far as artificial intelligence possibly getting to the point where it could become self-aware? Um, Cause we're working towards a, it now. It's a danger, like you said. It's a dangerous game. It's a because humans we are we are expendable. Yeah, right to a degree. Yeah, depending on who you ask. You know what I'm saying? We are expendable. If it came down to humans versus artificial intelligence, we won't win at all. You don't think so? You don't think we can get the up? Nah, cause how? Uh, we in EMPs. It, EMPs, but yeah, but everything is computer. Smooth. Everything has computers in it. That's nowadays. So if you have one big supercomputer, it can probably, I gonna say it can probably create because it would have to have, you know, a whole nother super hard drive and all this other stuff, but it can probably get to the point where like they trying to do now, they trying to create robots. Yeah. Just say that computer, it do it right, and mm -hmm. it 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 builds a robot. It builds five robots, and we got that supercomputer. And now that supercomputer takes over those five robots. So it's, you know, hypothetically speaking. Yeah. And it controls them. So now it has those robots, and it has the knowledge because it has all the knowledge in the world because mm -hmm. it's a supercomputer. It can. It can tell them robots to 
get those certain materials and now make more robots. It's plausible. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's some movie type shit, but yeah. it's just like, it could... The world is crazy. It is, but you want to know there's also another thing to it too, before we get into another topic. Um, I think technology can't hit a limit and it gets to, it gets to a point where it's like kind of like a revolving door. Like a revolving, yeah. yeah, because like a prime example, I think this didn't dawn to me until recently. Think about how all those temples and those pyramids were created. Like, I'm talking about Mesopotamia, not just Egypt. Uh, I would say no. What? You wanted the aliens and shit? Come on, come on, I'm gonna let you cool. I'm just saying, bro. Like, I'm I'm saying for that at that moment in time, there was a technology that helped them build the shit. And same thing here we're at now. I think technology is the limit. All right, all I'm saying. We're gonna talk about. Okay, you brought up pyramids. I'm just saying. You brought up pyramids and things of that nature, right? Yeah. Egyptians were smart. Very. They was very smart. Yeah. Did Egyptians build pyramids? Hell no. You're a hater, man. <laughs> they did not build no pyramids, they man. Did. And this is my take on it, right? Ten foil was I never been to Egypt. I never seen no temple. I never seen nothing of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. But every temple that you go into, they have hieroglyphics, right? Some. They have like pharaohs and you know what I'm saying, and Finks and and all those type of things, right? The mm-hmm. things that we talk about and they say that happened in the you know early times and things yeah. of that nature, right? BC, yeah. If mind you, Egyptians ain't have they were slaves, right? No. I mean not right. slaves, but who, they had indentured servers. Yeah, yeah so, servants. But ain't shit changed from then to now over there. The food supplies are still scarce. Water supplies are still scared. Yeah. You moving thousand pound blocks yeah, of fucking sandstone. Yeah. Perfectly. Limestone, yeah. Limestone, sandstone. They're still moving on things. They're perfectly aligned in everything of that nature. You sitting here telling me that they did that? Yeah, because they didn't I, have any other distractions. They literally work niggas to death. They didn't have no entertainment. They didn't have no electricity. They didn't have no type of sports. All you had did was niggas working until their debt was paid off. Bro, what? those things are what we don't have. Maybe what? I'm missing it. Maybe I've never seen no type of no type of crane systems or Shad- things. Seduce. There we go. There's or a crane right of that there, nature. bro. That's two thousand BC. Okay, you got it. We got an artificial. We got a pic. Where is a actual picture? They got a seduce. They got an ancient Mesopotamia. Listen, listen. They done found ancient ships from the Vikings. Sure. They done found all that stuff. They never. I never seen them saying that they found any type of early cranes and stuff of that nature to yeah. to build a pyramid. Oh my god! I watch videos of people going inside pyramids, mm-hmm. and they still to this day are finding secret hallways and chambers that leads down to the earth or different parts of that that um what that pyramid mm-hmm. that they didn't know about. They yeah. had like sacrificial chambers and yep. and things of that nature and all that other stuff, but it's like. You know the the three uh, pyramids in Egypt. They're aligned with the stars. Yeah, and it's like, come on, bro. That's called math. 
West. Nah, man. Simple, it's, it's, it's cool. No, man. It's, it's too much coincidence, man. Whatever, man. We all know aliens is real. Oh, my God. All right. We were going to go into your food truck now because you no, taking no, 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 no. No, because listen, man. Alien, they are real. I'm not debating that. Some the government, the government even said that they are. Listen, you know. At first, it was thing. disclassified. Now yeah. it's now it's like okay, look, these occurrences is happening uh, way too much. You do yes, know you, that you, there's a part of history that if it goes against what we've been taught, they're not gonna release it, right? Just like bro, you know, there was definitely a Black Caesar, right? Bro, you can also can't. Oh my God, see, we're about to go into some shit that's gonna take the whole podcast somewhere else. It ain't. We're gonna go back on. We're gonna go back on point. But you brought up the fact. I do just me personally. Uh huh. I'm not taking nothing from him. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not. But if you ask my personal opinion, uh-huh. just by how pyramids are and things of that nature, and who they have, they had uh, what's the drawing in, in Egypt with the what? They had giant sculptures of the like you said the limestone sandstones mm-hmm. of. What, the Sphinx? Of an Egyptian, like a goddess, but yep. it was the dog head. Like, you know what I'm saying? They got yeah, all the shit Sphinx. like They got all shit like that. Like, yeah. them folks wasn't, they was either high or they, they was getting that stuff from a, from visualization. Yeah, exactly. That's what architecture it was, is. And it was real. Engineering is. It was real things like that. I mean, that goes based off a of belief system, son. If you want to throw it that way, you can throw in the same thing with God. If you really want to take it that far. He was black. So some people's depiction, yeah. I mean, it predates Christianity. He was black. He, everybody that came from that era was black. Yeah, again, it comes based off of your belief system. Because then, I mean, they were. I'm not going to sit here and debate that. But, again, it comes off of what was the, uh, I guess, what was the, the end thing at that time, son? That's all I'm saying. And I also just feel as though that the technology, I brought that point to say that technology just hits its limits. All I'm saying, technology hits its limits. I think it gets to a point where it hits a reset button. Like the Nile flooded. It's not. It's not like a race thing, but like no, it's not. No, I'm about to say it's not a race thing, but do you really think they said they said God and they said Jesus was was is in Nazareth, right? Mm-hmm. He was in. He was in. You know what I'm saying? In the Middle East over there, mm-hmm. white people don't have. That genetic makeup makeup to sustain heat, like mm-hmm. over there in those countries. They was in the Caucasus Mountains, man. We do, yeah. Like, but who controls the narrative? That's we, what it comes down to. But I'm just saying, we do, yeah. So you can't tell me in Maryland we can go outside. And we can be outside all day, like yeah, I'm already. They like damn, Wes, you black as hell. Yeah, even without yeah. the sign. But it shut up. <laughs> Go ahead. But still, I don't be having no sunburn or nothing like that. Like yeah, my body absorbs the heat, and it as at some point, yeah, I might get blacker. But you can say that the they be like damn, that skin doing your body good. You glowing, that skin. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean yeah. that sun, that yeah. sun is doing your body good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you. You put me outside for eight hours in the sun working, and you put, you know what I'm saying, a white person out there in the sun for eight hours working, they will have crazy sunburn. Yeah. I mean, you would so too if you go to Australia. You, so if you, so if you, like I say, so we all know God was black. 
Egyptians and Africans, you know, everybody, you know, people that from that area was black. Yeah, before the Ottoman Empire, and was it Egypt? No, Rome. My if, fault. Roman if, Empire. My and fault. if and if the Egyptians were that smart, so that ahead of time and that advanced, mm-hmm. and what they had going on, I feel like Egypt, that whole area, would be so head. That's like comical terms of saying like. Wakanda mm-hmm. is so advanced and more technology advanced than everybody else because Egypt Egyptians was the only people at that time doing what they was doing yeah. pyramids and things. I mean, of course, you had the Romans; they had they, you know, what I'm saying they had they stuff and things of that nature, you know. But Egyptian stuff was way before the Romans, right? If I'm not mistaken, Mesopotamia was before Egypt, though. If I'm not mistaken either, too. But again, this is going into a complete tangent. It ain't, but I'm just saying, man. <laughs> you brought it up, but all I, that comes to say, what I feel like, if that was the case, Egypt would be much further, more today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because yeah, yeah. nations get destabilized over time, Wes. In case you didn't realize that, bro, they do the same thing. You know, they said the richest man that ever was Mansa Musa, correct? Yeah. Okay. You know, over generations that the family didn't keep up with. The business, basically. And eventually, the wealth gets depleted. One thing and we can't take away from each other is what? Knowledge. Knowledge. Y'all have the knowledge. You have the tools already. Okay. Y'all built pyramids. Oh, my God, man. You built pyramids. <laughs> with time, like, one block is multiple times. Yeah, it is. You achieved that. Yeah. So, why, with that being said, why hasn't nobody ever did it ever again we can't even build buildings and stuff like yeah buildings stay around for a while mm-hmm. but it's by design man we will have the extra thing off air because this is a good conversation but it's sidetracking your food moment anyway <laughs> egyptians, <laughs> egyptians did not build the pyramids he's a hater anyways got jesus is black oh lord you know we you know it's it's cool, man. So we're gonna segue. I, I, aliens are real. All that. And segue. <laughs> uh, tell us about good mood food, Wes. And lastly, because I don't know what the fuck that means by lastly, but because I was saying lastly, like last but not least, like oh. we get knocked through the other stuff first. Oh, you want to do that first? No, nah, I mean we already brought it up, so we can stay to it. So Might good, as well. So good mood food is basically my um, company that I'm starting. Uh, man, was why he came to the podcast. In case y'all wondering why he was here. Um. I've always, I always cooked. I did, um, I have done, you know, catering gigs, uh, private dinner gigs and just cooking for my family, you know, my kids, you know, um, you know, my girl and, you know, things of that nature, you know, family, friends. Sometimes we feel like it. Yeah. Family and friends, but I've always done it. And, um, cooking, it's a mood thing. You know, you might be like, I don't work all day. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the mood to cook. I might just go grab something right quick and just eat and just chill. I'm just not in the mood to do it. And I just feel like for me, like cooking, it's a, I'm always in a good mood when I cook. Hmm. And I feel like when I do cook and the stuff that I do do, that my product is good. So I call it good mood food because I feel like I, I make good food and it's, the food will put you in a good mood. That's like your grandmother or your mother, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever it might be, that family, that auntie, you know what I'm saying? Big mama, your arms. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Those wrongs. <laughs> Way to be health conscious. Go ahead. But you know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you always knew. Oh, this shit about to hit. They be in the kitchen. Your old, your uh, your grandma. She'll have that nice long. Wrote me uh, overshirt, the little uh, oh joint that they go to sleep in. Yeah, the long joint. They be in there. They be having a little gospel music going. Yeah, and you just know, like, oh yeah, she in a good mood. Like this shit about to hit. Like I'm already know. I'm in a good mood just thinking about this joint. Like, man, <laughs> and I just feel like that's, you know, what I'm saying that's how my stuff be. Like I feel like I bring that to the table. So, hmm. uh. I've always, like I said, I've always cooked and things of that nature, but for me, I've always kind of had like a, not a self-doubt, but just like a fear of, you know, the failure part because nobody really wants to fail in life, but you can only get better by failing. And I, you know what I'm saying? I just had that. With encouragement of multiple people and, you know, yeah. people that I do value their opinion on, they, you know what I'm saying, told me to go ahead and, and jumpstart it and, and try it. And so for me, I'm taking it on the smaller scale of, you know what I'm saying, just doing uh, lunches, you know, selling plates and things of that nature. So I've been doing the groundwork even before I even came out and announced that I was going to be doing this, you know, I went ahead and did the legal stuff and um, thinking about the business plans, you know, thinking about the menus and trying to get the visualization of the menus, getting rough drafts, getting personal opinions on it and just everything before I actually just jump out there and just say, hey, I'm about to just want to cook meals for people. Let me just go out there and cook it. Like, no, I feel as though if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. Okay. And so... You know, on Instagram is Good Move Food DMV. Um, I really don't have much on there besides my logo and just a picture saying coming soon because um, any other time when I did do events and stuff of that nature, mm-hmm. I'm so more so worried about the food, the product, and making sure that it's good and things of that nature. I never really sit back and have time and take pictures of my product. So I feel as though that's what I'm going to be doing. Like, I'm going to do like a soft opening where I'm just going to take probably about, you know, 25 orders and actually take plated pictures and final product pictures so people can have a visualization to what they're getting themselves into. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, when you go out to restaurants on a date or just a friendly link up with your friends and you make a suggestion to a restaurant, the first thing you do is... You search Instagram. You search TikTok. True that. You want to see what it looked like. What you getting yourself into? Is it something that you might like or I I fuck with? I'll give it a try. So that's what I need because, you know, outside of the people that I know who have had my food and they liked it and they said that I should do it, this is for more so the people who haven't that's new to what I do and... They need to see a visualization so they can put one two together. Okay, oh, this what is this what that look like? All right, I might give it a try. I mean, all right, cool. And then once they do try, let you know the the taste do the judge and let them doing this um small opening. I can take this time for feedback, 
mm-hmm. and to say, well, I did like this, but I do think you should do this. So I can kind of take the critiques and the criticism, not, you know, constructive criticism yeah. and, and just make myself better and better my craft before I do mass production. And then now I got a whole bunch of big, a lot of people doing it. And it's like, you know, just like business, just, uh, just with business and just like everyday life. Mm hmm. You can do a thousand good things. You can you can service a, a thousand good uh, a thousand people with food, and as soon as you you fuck up once, or you get a bad, you get somebody who didn't like their food. That bad fuck up or that bad review mm-hmm. will go more will, will go further and spread faster. Will go, it will spread faster, mm-hmm. and it will do more negative impact to what you got going on. Than those positives because sometimes that that wrong can do ways outweigh the positives. Yeah, it's like your credit. You build your credit up years to get to a certain credit, and you might miss a payment once or twice. Yeah, and you don't drop fifty, sixty points. You yeah. like what the fuck? After ninety days, man, you sol my my, my G. You like what the fuck? So that's just pretty much what I'm doing with that. So you know, if y'all get a chance, just check me out. Good move, food DMV on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm gonna be putting everything out and have everything on a roll soon. All right, so me and Ray are gonna get invited to one of these uh uh like soft openings. Cause you saw on the podcast well, what, three four years ago now. Hey look, guys, I'm having a cook off. Y'all can come. Look, man. Mm-hmm. Me and you, we small fries. <laughs> All right, I love oh, Ray. <laughs> We're not in her realm no more. You right? Say like, nah. <laughs> Real no. big, real, real. That's my dog. She, she, uh, she, she's doing great for us. So I, yeah. you know, she's living her life. Nah, for sure. That's just a little joke that we always had though, because she, um, we supposed to had a cook off one day and never happened. And I always, we always joked around how, uh, with her on, you know, how she big, you know, how she big time and stuff like that. For sure. Nah, you're right. Different stratosphere, but you know, you got my support at least, man. Can't speak for nobody else, but you know. Definitely looking forward to seeing how this turns out for you, man. Because I know you've been working hard at it for a little while. So, uh, go ahead and switch gears a little bit. Back to a little bit more funny stuff. Less uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, Arkansas is going to be the first state to require IDs to use social media. Which I think is a crock of shit. Because I don't think this is going to go past the Supreme Court. But long story less long. Um, the Arkansas Senate on Thursday <clears throat> approved the amended version of a bill that will require new users of most social media platforms to provide identification. Uh, I'm certain they're probably doing this because they claim uh, they don't want conspiracy. What's this here? Oh, in the wake of Pizzagate, there's some seems to be increasing number of conservatives who believe that sexual predators are ubiquitous uh, and have become a political slur. Conservative. What the fuck? Okay, I'm not reading all that shit. <laughs> long story less long, they claim trying to do this shit to make it safer for the youth, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like they're probably just doing this shit just to try to. Silence some voices. That's all that is, man. Like I said, this ain't gonna make it past Supreme Court floor, in my opinion. But at the same time, I think it could be a, a good thing because you know, if you're out here making false information, you'd be held accountable for your fuckery, man. So, what about what do you think about this? Um, I I always had a problem with kids having social medias. Like, mm-hmm. it's too much crazy stuff going on. People are crazy. And kids don't know no better. Kids are with 
not gonna say fall for anything, but like sponges, man. You know what I'm saying? They kids are smart, but they are for sure. You have a predator, and they know that this kid likes a certain thing. They might approach this kid and and offer them this and the third, and and the parent don't know about it. Yeah, you're right. So I do feel as though just naturally, social media should have an age requirement. I don't. I didn't never was a fan of like parents making their kids Instagram Me pages either. I don't like that shit. and things of that nature. Did. You know, even though their parents were like, oh, it's ran by me, it's ran by me, but it's still like, why well, put your kid up to that? I shouldn't be your your kid page should not be following my page because my I will post stuff geared for adults or things of that nature. So why should I? I shouldn't have to censor what I do because I have a kid following me. Your, your kids should not be following me anyway because I don't want them to be influenced on the stuff that I might be posting on my, or do in my private life that I choose to share yeah. on my social media. Like, I can't tell people, how, but I do think that it should be a cap on, um, that's like even TikTok. They said TikTok owner, the, the dude who created TikTok, mm-hmm. he said his kids don't have TikTok. He yeah. don't allow his kids to have TikTok. Understandable. And it's like, a lot of people in that, in that tech room don't let their kids deal with whatever. Same thing with the MediCat, mm. Microsoft. I think Bill Gates' kids didn't have no access it, to that kind of shit. And it creates short attention spans also. Yeah, it can. After a while, you just scrolling 15-second video, boom, next one, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Now you know, like, you constantly looking for, like, we, I think we said earlier, you looking for the next thing. Like, you just looking. You just looking. Yeah. So no. I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but like you said, I don't think it's really gonna go too far because just like people in um just like America nowadays, this is like, oh, when we had COVID, like people are like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask, that's against my constitutional right as a as a Amer- as a you know, a citizen of the United States. Yeah. They can feel the same way about that. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean I, I get both sides of the spectrum, but it ain't gonna change shit, man, because at the end of the day there's always something to circumvent the quote unquote rules. Yeah. Niggas literally wake up every day trying to figure out how they can break laws without getting caught. So it's like back that's like remember back then they used to they used to um say the crime and stuff for the youth was cause of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I remember that shit. Cause my dad's like, what's that game about? I was like, don't matter, man, just buy it for me. But you're right. Yeah, like they they try to say like, oh, cause kids are have access to so many different things. They have access to so many different things. It's like, okay, well, if maybe we can, it's probably how they think if we can take away the access to social media, then kids won't know. How about parents? Do they part? Parent their kids. Yeah, and give the youth more programs. And to it's support fucked them. up now because you, you beat your kid ass in public and social service uh, is at your door and shit like that. Yeah. You usually get your ass beat. Depending on where you was from. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you was a country and stuff like that, or, like, if you was, like, certain parts of the, you know, in different cities and things of that nature, old lady down the street might beat your ass for fucking up, for doing something wrong. Yeah. And then you get home, you get into trouble again, you get your ass beat again. <laughs> yeah. You They make it hard for you to police your kids, because it's like, as soon as you, you show them some type of discipline or something like that, they want to try to... Discipline you, get you in trouble. They yeah. will take your kid away from you, and it's like, I get it. You should. There's a difference between discipline and abuse. You should not. Your kid Absolutely. should not be having bruises and shit of that nature. But if my kid is bad and they need their ass beat, I'm gonna beat their ass. If nah. it's 
necessary. Yeah, I understand you're coming with that. That's just not a, oh, you messed up. Come here. Yeah. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's levels to it. So I just think that more so, if anything, that's the main reason. It's not because oh, these kids are have access. They have access because yeah, the parents let computers <laughs> raise them, raise their kid. Yeah, you're right. And all this on social media is fucking uh, twerking and you know BBLs and uh, VH1 shootouts. Yeah, man. You see death on social media nowadays and it's like it's not even censored and it's, it's just not at all man you Fucking just become media. you just become you know what i'm saying you just become yeah and it's You're just right. so i think if parents if people actually took time and police their kids you can tell the difference in kids nowadays who actually their parents show them that attention and yeah and kids who don't absolutely i mean and then the thing to it i think when it gets to a certain age some of the kids kind of know exactly what the fuck they be doing. Yeah. Cause like you just said earlier, kids are very smart, so they mm-hmm. know what the hell they be doing a lot of the time. And then yeah. it could be a parent that could have a situation where all they doing is working. So I'm, I'm putting food on the table, man. I ain't really got time or the wherewithal to really do what I need to do for my kid because I gotta make sure this motherfucker don't starve. I gotta make yeah. sure this motherfucker the lights is on and shit. So it's rough. It's so many different instances that makes it difficult for people to parent. And also, I feel as though super past that point of having a quote unquote community. Period. I remember mm-hmm. back in the day, like growing up, my neighbors from all different walks of life, they knew me or my brothers or whomever. You yeah. know, something happened. The same thing if my neighbor's kid did something, my dad let the parents know, you mm-hmm. know, or reprimand them or whatever. Nowadays, mind your business. That's not your child. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I know what I'm, I'm doing. Neighbor, I know how to raise a kid. I'm like, nigga, I'm your fucking neighbor. All right, bet. When the nigga start knocking your head in, don't say shit. So yeah, we at that point now because, I mean, I don't want to put this social media or whatever. Just, People just kind of get to a point where they don't like to communicate about shit. No I can't more. really, like I said, I can't even really blame social media. Me either. It's just people. And it's man. like people, it's like people don't be, um, people don't be experiencing like love or affection. Yeah. I think a lack you of know, that makes you know people what I'm saying? do stupid so, shit. Especially as a, as a young age and you, don't really experience that love or affection from somebody, you kind of grow up. And not, I'm not saying that's not the case, but you kind of grow up and you just like, well, I never experienced love. I don't know what love is. All yeah. I know is hardship and yeah, and that's all they that's all they want. You know what I'm saying? All know I know, I'm used to my mother or my father. You know what I'm saying? Yelling at me, beating on me, drinking or X, Y, and Z, and mm-hmm. screaming at me. So this is all I know. I don't know how to be soft to you. And if we show kids more love and because kids are pure. Yeah. The kid will be as pure as you allow them to be. That's true. Kids are literally a blank canvas and a, and a sponge. It's what you put into them, they will soak it up and they will be what exactly what you make them out to be. True that. So it's just like if you show that kid more love and more affection or X, Y, and Z, I'm pretty sure things will be different in the world. But the world people are just so evil yeah. nowadays. Like so it's just some people they just like I said, they don't experience like love, like an affection. And sometimes if that can really change somebody's, you know, input, like you hear stories about, man, you know, 
I just needed, like, that hug really meant something to me. I was having a bad day. Like, I might have spazzed on you, but you didn't mean it. Like, I really, you know what I'm saying? That love and that embrace just made, like, I was missing. I needed that. I'm yeah. just having a rough time right now. Yep. I get it. I just lost some, I just lost a family member. I'm going through it right now. I just, I'm like, fuck the world. I'm, yeah. I needed that. I needed that. Sometimes you just got to be there for people, man. You don't know what sometimes people was going through. And they take it out on other people. And I might be having a bad day. And like you said, I'm working all the time. I'm having a bad day. Nothing in my life is going well. Man, here, take your iPad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do what you got to do. Take your yeah, iPad. Yeah, just because you need a break. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I get it. And then now your kids is on in, in, social media, you know, Instagram, I mean, YouTube. Looking at everything, any and everything. Yeah. And yeah. now they, you can learn, you go on YouTube and learn how to make a smoke bomb from, uh, what's the shit called? Axe. Like the little axe. You can make, mm-hmm. like, it has all that stuff on it. So it's like, that, but yeah. A little dude in my old neighborhood did it. <laughs> Jesus. He made a smoke bomb with an axe, with an axe can. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Now and, you said that, I do vaguely remember. And asked him how he did it. So, man, YouTube has everything. It does. What YouTube, you make of he it? said. He said YouTube and I learned so much stuff from YouTube. I learned more from. He said I learned more from YouTube than I did that I do in school. Damn, that's fucked up. He but, said I can go on YouTube. I learn how to do cars. I know how to, I, I can make anything that I want to make from YouTube. Wow. And I said that is crazy because I'll be times I'll be in the house and the garbage disposal might go out yeah. or something might be wrong with the dishwasher. Yeah. I go to Google and what Google gonna do? It so it sends you the YouTube link. Yeah, and so right exactly at the point. And it goes make it. and it goes it might be a ten minute video, but it goes right to the three minute and fifty five second mark. That's a fact. To where the exact point that you exact need to know how to fix that certain thing that's going wrong in your house. Like YouTube has everything that you can do, bro. So that's why I said it's not social media. It's, it's what your, it's how parents let they parent their kid. Even yeah. like if even that internet parents your kids and your kids gonna do whatever. They gonna be they unlimited to anything. Nah, that's true. That's why my kids got they got restrictions on their stuff and they don't be on their iPads all the time. Yeah, same with nephews, man. They go. I take them outside. We go to parks. We we try to do things with them every weekend and things of that nature to to get them outside just to do things more constructive and that's gonna get their brain going and. Learning how to build stuff and things of that nature. So yeah, you know, I mean, time. I'm not say time and stuff, but like you know, you just gotta be there to rear your kid, man. Because it's better for the parents to correct them than for the society too. Because the society, a lesson learned from society, could be detrimental to them to their future trajectory. But you, but you can't be opposed to somebody um, trying to help discipline, not discipline, but help correct. Yeah. Help correct your kid, like maybe you're not around, and like you said, your kid is outside being bad. Yeah. Hey, man, y'all need to stop doing that. Yeah. Y'all can get in trouble. Yeah. Your kid coming to help. Oh, Mr. West down the street, he was yelling at us. Now you at my doorstep. Why you yelling at my kid? I said, man, look, them kids was being bad. I told them to stop. Oh, you don't need to talk to my kid. Blah, 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 blah. Instead of you saying, Man, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. I went around, but thank yeah. you, thank you for helping me, you know, that you know, correcting them. Yeah, that's what that's what community comes to the part. And when I say society, I'm thinking like police, legal yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. Before it gets to that, because the police ain't gonna 
Some, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag. But for yeah, the most yeah. part, we don't want our kids interacting. But they doing their job. Like, and most times, they doing their job. Like, yeah, they're programmed to. If you if you make a mistake, we gotta discipline you. Yeah, exactly. We gotta take you to jail. But you don't want to get to. It that don't. Point. It don't need to be. Sometimes how they handle it, it. We all know it don't need to be how they handle it. But yeah, why put it in their hands when we exactly. can try to as as a community work together to help. You know. And I noticed, man, look, look, man, I noticed your, your mother, she be working all the time, man. You be outside with the kids all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see if I can, you like sports? We're going to try to work something out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just, exactly. We're going to try to work, I'm going to help you out, man. Try to give you something exactly. constructive to do. Yeah. Like I always say, out of time is a devil's playground, man. But as you wrap this episode up, anything else on wrap up before we get up out of here? Popcorn player? Uh, Yeah, man. How's your uh, what? My, how, how's your mental? How, how my mental you? is great. It's phenomenal. I woke up in the, one of the best of moods today. Actually, it's great. I'm glad I've taken more time to myself. Not too big on the socials like that lately. I hear from friends sparingly from time to time, which is fine because everybody's living their own life and everybody has their own different um, concept of time. Mm-hmm. So you know, I feel great though. I've I was I wouldn't say never better, but I'm up there. It feels good, man. I'm glad that I've kind of found other ways to express myself outside of podcasts and hiking. You know, like I, our previous episode, we actually were talking about the depths of cooking, but, you know, audio got fucked over. But anyways, yeah, you know, cooking more, reading more, working out more, networking more for sure. You know, like I always say, what part of the process of growing is also like being open to new things and new people and being open to being corrected to certain shit from time to time. So, you know, um, that's definitely helped. But yeah, my mental's been awesome, son, honestly. The only thing I would say is probably uh eventually buy another PS5. But outside of that, like, everything's cool, man. I don't feel the need to argue with nobody. I don't feel no animosity towards anybody. Like, every day, anytime I have, like, a quote-unquote bad day or a messed up situation, like, damn, man, this is fucked up. But tomorrow's a new day to change that. So that's where my head is at right now. All about, you know, and then the weather's changing as well. It's getting warmer outside now. So I'll be out and about a little bit more. Don't necessarily have to wear a mask everywhere. Not that that was ever a big deal for me, but like, you know, it's just, I feel more open. So yeah, my mental's great. What about yours? Um, today, um, I'm okay. Okay. I could be better. It's always room for improvement. Uh, you know, Today was today was much needed. I got a lot of going on in my life right now, and I needed something to you know to help take away from it. Yeah. So today was definitely uh, much needed. Not just for the sense of the fact that, um, you know, I got to keep my mind busy and to take my mind off what was going on, but to also just to catch up with a friend and just to off the record, just to talk and just to kick shit and just to, you know, get stuff off. But, um, you know, it, you know, it helped, it helped out a lot. Like really, cause like I told you off record, you know, I got things going on and it's just sometimes you need, like I, like I said in the pocket, sometimes you don't know what sometimes people might need. Like sometimes people might just need that little hug or something like that. So, like I said, I can be much better um, yeah. than what I am, but I'm I'm still good though. It ain't 
detrimental. Yeah, it ain't detrimental, yeah. but it's just ain't nothing like you I can come back. From. Like I told you, like I said in the thing earlier, like sometimes you got shit on your face and you keep trying to wipe the shit off and you really can't. You don't see the the light at the end of the tunnel because right now you just so stuck in that whatever it is, and that's currently kind of just how I feel. So it's just um, like I said, today was definitely much needed. Um, just off the simple fact of just being around you know, friends and just, you know, conversation and things of that nature. Like, so, um, what I can say just for people out there, man, if you, whether you, things is going good or things are going bad, you know what I'm saying? Take time to just talk to people because you never know if just because your life going good, or you go to work every day, you talk to your friends every day, and they might seem as though they're in the best moods or things of that nature. You never know what kind of stuff that they might be dealing with on the inside that might be taking place with them. So, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that simple, what's up, bro? What's up, girl? How you doing? Nah, 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 nah. It can mean more to that pe- person because I've had that conversation with my mother recently mm-hmm. and, and, oh, and other people. Because sometimes people get so caught up in the fact of like, oh, I haven't heard from you today. Why you didn't check up on me? Mm-hmm. You didn't know if I was living a lot. Cool, but you don't know what stuff I might be going through. You might not hear from me from a reason. I might be battling something. Yeah, that's true. I might be battling something. And you coming at me like, oh, I ain't check up on you. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that, that's not helping to what I got going on. Yeah, I'm sorry that I didn't check up on you, fellas. I should be checking up on you every five minutes, or not every five minutes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I get your, I get your I, I'm supposed to call you like daily to check up on you. Like, yeah, you might not hear from me today because I might be having a bad day. Yeah, that's true. You might have been like, I haven't heard from West today, but why? You couldn't be like, what's up? You alright? I ain't hear from anything. Nah, I'm going through something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're right. Nah, you're right. We have to do that more often with our friends. We have to con- check on each other from time to time. So, you know, to give us, get, get us back balanced on where we mm-hmm. feel like we lost our balance at. So you're absolutely yeah. correct. So like I said, I, I'm dealing with some stuff myself that is going to get through, but it's just, you know, today was much needed with yeah. a much needed friend and, you know, much needed conversations to share and bounce ideas and different views on and, you know, from talking serious stuff about, you know, business endeavors to, damn aliens and you brought them up but yeah and different things of that nature (laughs) man you know but it's also it's always good so i guess as we wrap this up all i have to say is that's why i asked him how his mental is because you never know just because i'm next to this guy and we're laughing and we're joking yeah he could definitely be going through something and it never hurts to ask so just check on your friends man check on people um and remember you we all human. True that. You, you not, you, you, you are allowed to make mistake. Absolutely. So don't feel as though that mistake is, uh, defines you. True that. Because we all gonna do it, and you know, stay positive, everybody. My name is Wes. I don't know, shot solo. Jay Collector got anything he want to say? Oh my goodness! So as we get right, like we're pretty much wrapping the episode up. But um, you already know you can find me Shadow Solo on Twitter, Shadow Solo on Instagram, Thoughts Pending with no G on Twitter, Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram, 
And y'all already know this is all our time. Till next time, we out. Peace.